As always, you guys, you can send me messages. Email me to let me know that you want to be added to the prayer request list so that I may read your name off and add you onto the prayer for the next episode on the podcast. Don't ever be afraid to reach out. Email me any way you can. Message me any way you can. And let's get you, your name and your family back in front of the grace of God. For Andre, Jordan Washington, Eric Watkins, Manuel, Margarita Eva, Andrea Nelson, Damaris, Mr. Wells, Sharon Gamble, Khadija Williams, Taichia Sherman, Ramiro Rodriguez, Crystal, MKNC, Leah May, Sandy T, John Lim, Lana Novakovic. Father God, I lift these names up to you. These are all standing spouses, husbands and wives who have tried things their way and realized that their way was not the best way. Father, us standing spouses, bring our families to you. We ask that you not only grace our family with your love and your protection, but that you forgive us for our foolishness, that you forgive us for our unequal ways. Father God, forgive us for our expectations of others. There is only but one will that matters, and it is yours, Father God. What happens in our lives, whether we perceive it to be good or bad, it is all up to you. Father, these people, brothers and sisters who have come to you have made a decision. You've provided them with the options. You've provided them with the opportunity. But these people have made a decision, Father. They have made a decision to turn over the reins back to you. Father, I pray that this list is seen, that this list has a sign that this list is found favorable to you. And I know that it is through our Savior, Jesus Christ, your Son, that if we can only humble ourselves and come to Him, we receive the glory of His Father. It is so hard. When we are tempted, it is so hard when we are lost. It is so hard when we feel that our strength should be enough. Father God, it is your glory that will be seen. It will be witnessed. It will be felt. It will be a testimony. We need only to rely on you. 
Father, I'm asking, I'm praying, and I'm begging for a change that brings shock and awe. Father God, I'm asking for a change that allows us to endure the storm, allows us to endure the pain, allows us to endure the change. I'm talking what it takes to see the destruction, to come out on the other side of whatever devastation befalls us and have the wisdom and clarity and the skill to take what is left and build something beautiful from it. Father, help us all because your children need you now more than we've ever needed you before. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for all that you will do. Thank you for the things that you have not allowed to happen in our lives. Without you in every area, we don't make it. To God be the glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Shared Ministry, written by Jill Briscoe. The first time Stuart and I led a marriage seminar, I overprepared because I felt unsure of myself. All the while, I kept saying to Stuart, when are we going to sit down and work on our message? The day came and we still hadn't gotten together. I remember shouting upstairs, do you yet know what we're going to do today? He came down and said, I have been so busy, Jill. We'll talk about it on the way there. Of course, I burst into tears. Stuart said, We'll just get up there and tell the people what has happened, and then we'll talk it out. And that's what we did. We talked through the problem of our differences and brainstormed ways we could do better the next time. Since then, our preparation habits have not changed at all that much, but our attitudes have. We're much more open and understanding of the other person's way of doing things. Stuart now makes time to interact with me because he realizes I need that to feel comfortable. And I go ahead and prepare on my own, knowing Stuart is giving it thought and prayer all along and that he will draw on resources from his many years of teaching. We have adjusted to each other's needs and strengths. It's like a game of tennis. We're on the same team and we both want to win but his forehand is better and my backhand is better. Since the goal is to win the tournament, we help each other practice and play to our strengths. Welcome to the Lock Pop Talks podcast. I am your host, Tyree Wilson. And whether you are a man or a woman who is either married, separated, standing for your marriage or divorce, this podcast is here to support you. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tyree. And I want to say thank you for joining and following the podcast, especially for new subscribers, um, new uh, listeners who have emailed me, 
those I have I've established a rapport with back and forth. I want to thank you all for being here, for also adding your names onto the prayer list. I have no problem with adding you, no problem whatsoever for you. So if you heard the earlier um, segment, if you guys are listening now, go ahead and email me the the prayer request that you have for you, your family, whatever the situation situation may be i'm gonna go ahead and add you on there um if you haven't already go ahead and follow the podcast hit subscribe on youtube follow me over on instagram at lock pop that's l-o-c-d-p-o-p you can also email me at www.tyreewilson.com as always i upload a part of the podcast and i complete the the total uh podcast episode over on the website for you to check out listen to when wherever you are uh, whenever you're ready so um Again, I am your host, Tyree Wilson, and I want to apologize for how long it's been since I've done a podcast. It, According to YouTube, it's been about a month. It's probably been longer than that, but <laughs> it's been about a month. And to be upfront and forthcoming with you guys is that, you know, I too am standing for my marriage and, and letting go and learning to trust and lean more on the word of God and what it is that he has directed my life towards and sometimes it does not it does not mean that i hear god every day it doesn't mean that i um i don't question you know what the lord has said he's given me my direction and i follow it plain and simple in the meantime i've learned different practical ways how to work and and how to work on myself and how to uh i guess apply a little bit more of my my energy and my time towards the things that i one find happiness in the things that are going to do well for me as well as for my family as well as for my daughters and and potentially my wife you know i do things that are potential for our relationship you know so that's kind of my own personal motivations whatever your motivations are as far as where your 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 marriage or your relationship or your family whatever it is Take that direction because it's your own direction. Um, your life is your life. You know, my podcast is here to help and support you, but ultimately you're the one who makes the choice. You know, God gives us the choices, but you make the decision. So, um, you know, may God be with you. And again, thank God for you. So without you, there is no podcast. You know, there isn't there isn't much of a podcast. But again, I say thank you for rocking with me and uh, and my t- my times of being high and, and, and really and really happy. And then there are times where I feel low and, you know, I have to recharge and I have to find out where I want things to kind of uh, evolve into no matter what happens. So anyway, let's get to the point of the podcast. Shared ministry. If you guys are listening now, you're probably you're either dealing with this right now or you're not. And let me explain what I mean. Shared ministry. What I have learned for a long time is that when you are in a relationship with somebody um, and it could have, let's say, a long-term relationship, long-term relationships, anything over like three years would be considered, you know, for me, a long-term relationship. So if you're in a marriage for a long-term relationship, depending on the, the point of your life you were in when you met this person, your marriage or your old marriage may have been a state of codependency. Codependency, by what I understand it to be, is you or your spouse either participating in or or joining different activities and 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 different jobs and maybe where you live and your in your diet and your exercise your your faith your parenting skills either way everything you do is based off of how the other person reacts everything that they did is based off of how you react so if you don't like the type of um, sport that they're into or the type of things that they do on their downtime then they stop doing those things for you 
regardless if that thing that that your spouse was doing brought them happiness and the same thing could be said for you maybe there was something to do maybe you used to go fishing maybe you played basketball maybe you did writing maybe you like to dance maybe you're just you know you're the creative type or maybe you're the educational studious type either way at some point your spouse may have opened up their mouths and let you know in so many words that they feel that you spend too much time on the things that make you happy and thus you're not putting enough time into the marriage and because you're such a good person because you're such a thoughtful person, you then cut back on the things that you were doing if you haven't eliminated them totally. And you decided to reinvest into the relationship with someone that um, has voiced their opinion that they are most happiest when they are with you. Congratulations. I'm glad that you're that type of person. That person that you have committed your time to is lucky to have you. However, I have seen what it looks like I've seen it, the, 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 the long-term game of giving up the things that you love to do in order to make the other person happy to the point where you no longer participate in those things. And I don't mean, you know, terrible things like gambling, drinking, um, fighting, you know, the, the, the type of things that put other people's mind at worry. Um, you know, I don't mean like skydiving and mountain climbing and stuff like that, which I would probably never do. So um, I mean, more like those activities I mentioned earlier, sporting um, activities, exercise, writing, singing, um, you know, you're just taking on a different cause that is outside of your home. Doing those things and then one day no longer being able to do them in order to make your spouse happy, depending on who you talk to, it can be it can be admirable. It can be, you know, you know, a a fiduciary type of thing in order for you to to complete and do and obey and all of that. But if you have shut away the best parts of yourself where you no longer find any area of happiness with what you do. Your marriage is at risk and your marriage could possibly be a codependent relationship, in which case it does not work long term. It's not going to work long term if it hasn't suffered already. What I've learned in in my own personal life and, you know, quite honestly, some of the people that I know in my own in my own personal circle have given up a lot of things that they can't do. And I would say like me, as far as basketball is concerned, like I gave up basketball because I couldn't play as much. And because I busted, I really can't play at all. So I find other activities and I do them now. You know, I'm really happy that I I do them and I'll explain them a little bit later on in the podcast. However, I've seen what it looks like when you don't do, when you're not a part of these activities that you used to do. Now you do everything for the other person because you want them to feel as though you love them unconditionally, that you love them full heartedly, and you're willing to do whatever it is that they ask of you. And you're going to do it with a smile on your face and you're going to do it with, uh, you're going to do it with undying energy. You know, you're just, you're out there. You're the best spouse 100% of the time. Cook for me, clean for me, pick this up grab that. Don't do it this way. Do it that way. (laughs) You know, like at some point, I think somewhere men and to a point women are led to believe that that is what marriage is. Constantly having to do something for someone else that you really don't want to do or or you do those things, but there is no sense of appreciation. There's got to be a Bible verse about that somewhere. There's got to be, you know, about about doing things that uh, 
you don't do things looking for gratitude. And I totally understand that. The point I want to make about a codependent relationship is that if that is where you think you are or you identify with that, there's a counter to the codependent relationship. And that's the interdependent relationship. The the interdependent relationship is more built towards um, both parties, male and female, husband and wife, partner and partner, whatever the case may be. Being able to not only enjoy themselves as individuals, but enable to enjoy themselves as individuals to the point that they want to be together, that they love each other for their differences. They love each other and they want to support one another and they work together because it brings a mutual satisfaction. It is it is fulfilling and to to participate in selfless acts. I'm not doing it. You know, I don't do things for my wife for my own satisfaction. I do it because I I have spent enough time with myself and I have built up time for an energy and appreciation for the things that I love that I want to do things for other people. That brings me true joy and happiness. And I've tested this theory, you guys, and it works. Interdependent relationships work. And it doesn't necessarily have to work for your relationship. It just changes the person you are as you are involved in a marriage or you're standing for your marriage. Whatever the case may be, your life becomes more when you have the capacity to be filled and then to help someone else fill their cup. So like uh, a certain uh, a quick example of that is my father, who 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 is to the day he dies, I know he's going to be dedicated to making my mother happy. No matter what the situation is, he may have his frustrations and what man doesn't. But I believe that my father will do whatever it is that my mom wants to do as far as being in the house, as far as, you know, taking care of of, of her and the, the goals that she's working on and towards her. And I love that about my father. What I don't like about my father sometimes is that he allows himself to do these do these things for my mother. And he forgot that at some point he has to take care of himself. And it's sad to see. That's the only thing that, uh, I think I have a problem with that is that I don't see him doing those things. And I've, you know, I do the podcast and, and I go for a walk and I do my exercise and I read the Bible and I spend time with the girls. I pray for my wife. I pray for the household and stuff like I'm happy. I'm going for school and stuff like that, and I'm doing well at work. I'm happy, and I want to see my father be happy too. So this past Father's Day, I went ahead and I bought my father um, stuff for fishing because he loves to go fishing. My dad could—he's one of those guys where he can just, you know, minus the boat, he can go fishing for hours. And for him, it's not so much about the fishing; it's just his time to decompress. You know, it's his time alone. It's his moment of solitude that he appreciates. And going out to um, going with my father when I was a young boy going fishing, though it was boring to a point at the time, had its moments of adventure and excitement. And it made me really respect my father as a man, because this man was teaching me something that I could never that at the time I did not appreciate. But in my manhood, in my later years in life, he was teaching me a skill, teaching me how to go fish. Now, because of the world we live in, that may not necessarily be a skill you need. However, it's a skill. I can rely on that. My father took enough time to show me how, how to string a line, how to set up my bait, my lure, how to cast a line, you know, 
how to set down, how to read the, uh, the the Bob or the buoy or the Lord, how to read the line and how to read the pole. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, there's so many different nuggets he gave me that I can go fishing. And I taught my girls not too long ago. And, um, you know, if you follow on face on my uh, Instagram page, I, I might have a video or two of the girls going fishing, just having fun or whatever like that. But it was an expression for me to show my father that I picked up what you taught me, pops. I picked it up. And I had the opportunity this Father's Day to go and buy my father stuff for um, for fishing. You know, I, you know, some shades, some tackle boxes, some hooks, some lures or whatever like that. And I gave that to him and I felt good because that was something that I knew my father wanted. I did not get my father, uh, you know, just a card and a cup that says Happy Father's Day. You know, that's that basic stuff. Interdependent relationships allow you to remember or think deeply on what is it that that person what made them an individual to the point that you were attracted to them? Something that, you, you know, they have brought to your life that you wanted to show appreciation for. So for my father, it was for getting him the uh, fishing rods. For my wife, uh, she's going to have to wait till her birthday comes to, you know, <laughs> to receive her gift of something that I was thinking about that reminded me a lot of her um, and us in our younger years. But anyway, interpersonal relation, interdependent relationships, I'm sorry, is a way to allow yourself to be fulfilled with the things that you love to do to the point where you can then share that same thoughtfulness and that same level of love and insight with somebody close to you like your spouse don't ever don't don't rely on a codependent relationship it's cute it has its place it's more so built for uh couples who are young who don't have much so they have to rely on each other really hard to get where they are but at some point the relationship has to evolve or you know some relationships just need to be you know they they stop so that can be restarted fresh and i'm cool with that too but it has to be restarted and and built anew and refresh under the a different house it's got to be built under a different household not a codependent one but an interdependent one where an individual can take care of themselves and then they can support you, not that they have to rely on you and not that you have to rely on them, because that brings that codependent relationship brings a lot of devastation to bank accounts, households, child raising, um, you know, Social Security and, and insurance and, and all the things that make you feel whole as a person. When you're in a codependent relationship, your marriage is built on codependency. If the relationship is ever threatened or someone decides that they finally want out. There's going to be less money made. There's going to be more money spent on insurance. There's going to be less security as far as the, as the cars. There's going to be conflicting parenting um, skill sets when it comes to the children. It costs more. Or maybe not cost more, but it will. Uh, you will split the resources. OK, so you won't make as much. You won't be as covered as well. You know, it, your your weakness in your relationship is going to be. Um, exposed a little bit more easier because that other person isn't there in your season of waiting and praying and and listening and learning what the word of God has for you concentrate more on the interdependent side of things and appreciate the other person's side their side of the interdependent relationship because they're an adult too and they're free to make their own choices and they're free to have their own mindsets and they're free to have the ability to agree with you and disagree with you 
And that's okay because you know what? And they're disagreeing with the way that you feel or you disagreeing with the way that they what they think or what they believe allows another uh, relationship building tactic to be born basically or be reborn. And that's the ability to have a real conversation. And what do I mean by conversations is about having healthier disagreements, healthier debates. And that way you can, that's another way of teaching people or teaching the spouse that you respect their thoughts, their minds, their actions, feelings, and opinions while also adding to your own and that you're okay with them not being cool with everything that comes out of your mouth. That shows a sign of maturity. If you're not already doing this, you can start today. Interdependent relationships does not require the other person. You can start doing these things today. One of the um, uh, marriage helper, <laughs> I guess I basically just gave the name away, but it, marriage helpers is a program that I followed um, and it has helped me very much. So as far as doing a podcast and working on myself and they have what they call pies and working on your pies is your physical side, your physical uh, body, your what is it, your intellectual side, your emotional side and your spiritual side. In an interdependent relationship, they follow all of these principles, the P-I-E-S, your pies. These things are put in place so that you understand that what you are doing is built specifically, directly, and most emphatically for you to make you the best version of yourself. Any chance you get, every time you have an opportunity, every day of your life from that point going forward, because not only does it make you an attractive spouse, it also makes you an attractive person who is then open and, and ready and thrust upon opportunities, more blessings, of course, more challenges. But you get to show just how well you have grown as a person. So you, it's not about just being the perfect wife or being the better husband. It's about being a better person. In a shared ministry, you, the goal the goal is to love someone and to be with them and to recognize that they have their own way of doing things and it works for them. But the goal and the plan has always been to work with you. And it does not require the other person. You can do it for yourself right now. Right now, you can do it for yourself. If you've been arguing with your spouse, if every interaction is a very tense one, with them it's, it's just very tense if the parenting side of things are so different if they've moved out of the household and they don't want to talk to you it doesn't matter you can start working on you right now you can have 100 percent turnaround in the way that you do things right now and if you're already doing them congratulations but there's always room for more and i'm learning this you guys as i'm doing the podcast I, every day i take it one day at a time I speak to my own counselor, you know, and he and he helps me figure out what is it that would be the best move for me to make. What's going to help me push the needle? You know, what's going to help me move things along while I keep my faith and trust in the Lord? I don't want to get out of step with God. We don't want to get out of step with what God has for us because then we start leaning on ourselves. And if we start doing that, then our ego starts to grow. Our humility starts to drop. And, you know, at some point we overstep our bounds and we overstep our means. <sighs> I, I'm not ready to do that. I, that actually frightens me to a point. And I don't know about you. I can't do it. I know I can't do it by myself. So 
like any other episode, like any other day, this is a day that the Lord has made for us. This is an opportunity for me to speak to you. This is an opportunity for you to listen. As always, you are welcome to message me on the podcast. And this is just all something that God has created. We're just here to enjoy it. That's going to do it for today's episode, you guys. There definitely will be more. Thank you all. And I'm going to see you guys uh, next episode. Have a safe night. Hey, my listener, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lot Pop Talks. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast and website over at www.tyreewilson.com. When you visit and subscribe, you get a free seven-day prayer devotional journal for you to keep. If you want to work one-on-one with me, you only need to email me, DM, or message me, and I will get in contact with you about how we can get started. Have a great rest of your day, and God bless.